Welcome to Straight Up Sports, the podcast, NHL Trade Deadline Edition. Here with my deadline analyst, Jake Trecapelli. How are you, man? It's good. It's, I'm good. It's good to be back, and I'm looking forward to the NHL deadline coming up on Monday and talking about it now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, we did the NBA one previously, and obviously, that was a pretty good success, and a lot of activity happened there, and I think it looks like it's going to be the same for this one. It looks like a lot of guys are going to move. Absolutely, and of course, I'm a diehard Rangers fan. This is a sport that's more dear to my heart, so... Definitely looking forward to seeing what not only are New York Rangers, unfortunately, sellers, which won't be fun. Yeah, we'll get to them. Zooks, but seeing what all these teams will do, it should be an interesting, busy, and fun deadline. An no. interesting couple days coming up. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we're going to do the same thing we did last time. We're going to start. This time we'll start with the sellers. I think the NBA, we started with the buyers. So we'll start with the sellers, uh, and then we'll work our way, obviously, towards the teams trying to win it all, which yeah. is not the Rangers, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll be in this category for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tier. Yeah, it is a tier. <laughs> Um, so let's start with Anaheim. Obviously a team that I think had high expectations going in, didn't really work out, had a bunch of injuries. They are one of the most dysfunctional teams I think I've ever seen. Like, it's a disaster in yeah. Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I look at a lot of the teams on this list, I think of the word stale. You know, they had a nice run they with did. the core of Getzlaff and Perry and Kessler. Kessler. But yeah. it seems like that kind of run is over, and it's time to build with their young guys, like Max Jones, yes. Troy Terry, Max, Max Comtois, Sam Steele even. Yeah, no, they no. for sure. I mean, they, they definitely got to get younger. I mean, I know Silverberg is a guy that could definitely be had. Like, he's obviously a really good, like, third-line guy that could definitely help a team win. Yeah, he's a nice middle six forward, good two-way guy. He could be a nice add for a playoff team and, you know, get a mid-round pick. Right, and like you were saying, you know, off-air, I mean, you talked about Delzato. Obviously, they acquired him for Luke Shen, which is just a bunch of garbage, but... But, I mean, he's a guy, maybe, you know, as a depth guy that could add some help. Yeah, maybe. That, yeah, that was a weird kind of stretch there for Anaheim, trying to make a bunch of desperate trades to, to kind of stay in it. But, honestly, I think it's like the phrase, that, like the Titanic sinking, and you're just re- rearranging chairs. I don't think they did much yeah, there. No. But, you know, Delzato, I know, was a team that contenders were looking at for depth, and I think that's a guy that they can now move again and get a piece for. Sure. I mean, obviously, they have some goaltending options also. Ryan Miller's a guy who's been around the block a few times, and, you know, one of the names that was surprising was Henrik. I mean, I didn't, you know, like, when we did some research, I was stunned that he might get traded because he's been pretty good for them. Yeah, you know, that was an interesting trade when they traded Vatnin to get him. He's a good middle six center. They just signed him to an extension, so you would have thought he'd be around, but... You know, now that they're kind of selling, you got to look at all your options. So No, for sure. Um, let's move on to Detroit. Obviously, another team. I don't think expectations were high. Like, this is a team that was going to be bad from day one. Um, really, the big names are Howard and Nyquist. Obviously, their goalie has been tremendous this year. He's played really well. And Nyquist is a guy I think that could maybe get them a decent piece for the long haul, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Jimmy Howard's definitely one of the bigger goalie names for teams that want to improve in that position. I mean, as a Rangers fan, I know how good oh, Jimmy Howard is. His numbers at the Garden are out of this world. Be, so I think they can get a decent return for him. And Nyquist has just been a guy that's always been a solid top six wing. And think- yeah, and he's been in the rumor for a mile. Like, him and Tatar were always out there, and then Tatar obviously got moved and now I think it's his turn unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like he's always every year he's kind of there and I know the Rangers in the past have been linked to him but yeah it finally feels like the year this that Mike was going to move on to. Yeah team. and they should. Um, I want to move to a different team. A team that's more dysfunctional than Anaheim and that's, Edmund, <laughs> and that's the Edmonton Oilers because they are just straight poop. <laughs> obviously Edmonton's looking around at buying some forwards that can play alongside McDavid and Dreisaitl, but I know you and I both agree that this is a team sell. that shouldn't be selling. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously 
But the problem is I don't see this as a team that has a lot to sell. I mean, I think the one piece they really had was Cam Talbot. And they moved and him to Philly. And they sent him the other day to Philly for Stolarts. And other than that, I mean, they have Chase on, who's a veteran mm. bottom six guy that won a cup in Washington, could bring some experience, but you're not going to get a lot for a guy like that. No. The interesting guy will be Jesse Puyarvi, who a couple of years ago they took number Top four five draft pick, overall yeah. in the draft. Really hasn't worked out there. So that's yeah, maybe that's to say the least. A, lo- a buy low, high reward Young player for a team, maybe. No, for sure. I mean, he's a change of scenery guy. I mean, you look at, like, like they're looking at like guys like Simmons and Kreider. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking. but Hey, listen, if they want to send us their first-round pick for Hayes or any of our guys, I'm not going to complain. I'm happy to help you out there and take your very high first-round pick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's – well, they're not a playoff team. Right? Let's face it. That team's a disgrace. Um, let's go to L.A., another team I think that's – Kind of in the buy market. Like, they're looking at Panarin, and he's been linked. I don't think you or I see him there, though. I just think – I mean, I know he wants to go to, like, a coastal big market, so in that sense I get it. But I just – from a financial standpoint, I don't see it. I mean, they're paying a lot for Kopitar. Dowdy. They're paying a lot for Dowdy. While they they still, and move. they still have Fanuff's contract, too. Yeah, Fanuff. They, they, while they may move quick in the summer, he's still here, and he's a big contract. So yeah. I just – I don't see them being able to – um, you know, afford make, make what he right. wants. So I don't see them as really a fit for a parent. No, for sure. I mean, obviously they have, you know, they obviously moved Muzzin to Toronto, and which I thought was a good move for them. They had to get rid of him. Yeah, they got a couple good prospects in a first-round pick, so I thought both teams did well in that trade. Right, and I think there's guys like Carl Haglund's a guy they could certainly move. Martinez, Kovalchuk, I know we'll talk about him later. Obviously Jeff Carter. I mean, there, there's plenty of good players they could get a lot for and maybe start over. Yeah, I mean, Carl Hagelin, as we know, very solid bottom six guy. Has that playoff experience from all our runs, so he could be a nice bottom six ad. Won't cost you too much. Alec Martinez, and, you know, he's been he, in L.A. for a while. He's a beamer. You know, good experience. Obviously, name that's <laughs> yeah. to me, not a guy I'm much a fan of after what he did to the Rangers in Game 5 of our series. But, you know, good veteran defenseman that can help a team. No, sure. I mean, obviously, this is a team that has to sell. They've got to start over. They're too slow. They're too old. And, you know, but they can get a lot for these guys. But I want to talk about uh, Minnesota. So this is a team that I think at the beginning of the year you thought they were going to buy because they actually got off to a decent start. Miku Koivu gets hurt, Dumba gets hurt, and now all of a sudden they're just plummeting, and it seems like they probably should end up selling in the long term. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I know a couple weeks ago when Koivu got hurt, they were linked to Kevin Hayes. So at first I was like, oh, I guess this team's going to be a buyer. Sure. But now, you know, it just came out that Eric Stahl could be had. The Islanders have been looking at him, Winnipeg. Sure. So now it seems like they're selling, which I agree with because – like I said that about Anaheim, I think this is another team that's gotten stale. stale. It's yeah. a lot of same people. They just continue to lose, whether it's St. Louis Chicago. or Chicago in the first two rounds. Yeah. got to change things up in Minnesota. No, I agree. I mean, they should fire Boudreaux, you know, kind of get a fresh face in there. You know, obviously, I think Charlie Coyle is a guy they could move. I think he'll do really well outside of Minnesota, just it hasn't worked for them. Brodeen, I think, is another guy who, you know, maybe could be like a nice second pair lefty day, I think, for a playoff team. And he's got experience. They've been in big games, Minnesota. It's not like they haven't. They just haven't gotten to the big game where they want to go. Yeah, well, that's been the problem with Boudreaux, hasn't it? Very good in the regular season. Cue ball. Just can't get his team. Gotta love well, I remember from his Washington days, same thing. Just couldn't get him over the hump. So. No, you gotta love cue ball. He's and, a legend. Yeah, those are a couple of young players that maybe a change of scenery will do him some good. Sure. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of the local teams. So let's start with the Devils. Um, obviously haven't had a great year. You know, last year, Taylor Hall was a, an animal. This year, it hasn't really worked out that way particularly. I mean, I know he's played well. 
but they really don't have any support around him, so they have to sell. Yeah, I mean, it's a one-line team. I mean, him, Heeshear, and Palmieri, you know, are all great players. But after that, there's not much happening offensively. Right, and they moved Brian Boyle, which obviously I thought was a nice move for them. You got a second-round pick. And I think that bodes well for a lot of teams that are selling higher guys. Guys like teams like the Rangers who are trying to sell a Zuccarello and a Hayes. Like, that looks really good that Brian Boyle was able to get you a second-round pick. Yeah, I mean, you would hope so. But at the same time, you know, Brian Boyle... Has been a very respected oh, sure, playoff sure, caliber sure. No, veteran no in his Ranger days. I mean, it feels like, you know, he's kind of like the new Dom Moore. It just seems like wherever he goes, teams just do better. Whether it was with Tampa, they went there after, and they yep, went on some runs. Right. He went to Jersey, they helped them the make the playoffs out of nowhere. Yep. So. And he was big for us when he was here. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a guy I'm not, you know, it's just, you know when you think fourth line center, yeah, second round pick seems like a lot, but, you know, the guy with all that and He experience. brings a lot off the ice for, for them. And then obviously I think Johansson's a guy they could move. I know they've they've kind of or Johansson, I'm sorry, they kinda of like just they have talked about moving him possibly to some teams. And Lovejoy, I think I don't think he's gonna cost you a whole lot. He's probably more like a seventh D. Johansson, Johansson, potato potato. <laughs> yeah, it's no, all the yeah, same. but Marcus Johansson's a nice middle six forward, won't cost too much for a team. And Lovejoy, I'm not a big Lovejoy guy, but if you want like a gritty Depth, bottom pair of right-handed defense. Yeah, I don't know. Won't cost a lot. and go get Ben Lovejoy. He's been on some playoff teams. He was in Pittsburgh, so. No, he has experience, and that's yeah. just what he brings. Um, let's talk about the Rangers. Obviously, the team you and I root for. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, they're not a playoff team. They're not making the playoffs. They're not making the Stanley Cup. They're not near that right now. No. Uh, um, so, obviously, they're selling. There's obviously a few guys on the market. Hayes, Zuccarello, McQuaid. I want to talk about Kreider because I know he's been brought up a little bit. Do you think he ends up getting moved? I, I know it's like – I think it's highly unlikely because the package is so hard to put together, especially midseason. Chris Kreider, you, you can never say never. And listen, we, t- and we talked about the Rangers a lot coming into this, and there's a lot of people that can move. I think at the end of the day we agree that the only three players on the New York Rangers who are untouchable at this point are – Henrik Lundqvist, yeah, who, Lundqvist. of course, doesn't want to leave, so he's not going anywhere. Yeah. If he changes his mind the next couple of days, he wants to go to contender, Yeah, go, go ahead. We're happy to accommodate you. Yeah. Um, Mika Zibanejad, who's been on absolute tear and has shown that he is a capable number one Yeah, centerman. he's definitely shown it. Young on a reasonable contract. Yep. You cannot move. No, they forward. won't. And Filipito, who's had a nice year, 19 years old. I think he has a lot of promise with that kid. I think he's a big piece of the team. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. I agree. I mean, those guys. are, like you said, though, those are, those are your top two centers of the future and your goalie who's going to probably retire a Ranger. Yeah, so those guys are untouchable. But then, you know, when you look at the roster, yeah, there were five names I think have been discussed the most with insiders and are guys that I could see moving. And obviously, we'll talk about Kreider first, who's yeah. probably the least likely. Because he's probably as close to untouchable as there can be. Yeah, and for me, if I'm moving Chris Kreider, I at least need a young player who's close to NHL ready with a high ceiling. Yeah. And, of course, a first-round pick. Yeah, right. And then, obviously, you also have Nemesnikov, who's probably not going to cost you as much. And, yeah, there is interest in him. I don't know if he's going to get moved, but I... Can't imagine, you know, there's a lot of interest in him, but there is interest out there for him. And I think I can, I can see Vladi getting moved. And like you said, it won't be as much. He'll probably be like a mid-round pick, third or fourth. But, you know, he's had a nice bounce back here for the Rangers after a disastrous time oh, coming over awful. in the original trade. He was awful. You know, he's kind of shown his stuff this year as a solid two-way bottom six forward. And someone that I think could help the playoff team, so... 
Yeah, he could. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, obviously, if McQuaid, who I think will go to end up, like you said, Toronto is the most likely team for him because they want, they're looking at a righty. And then, obviously, the two names, Zuccarello, who I think most Ranger fans are going to cry the day he gets moved, and, and Kevin Hayes, who, you know, obviously has been a big part of this team for the last few years, but I don't think anyone's going to be that upset that he left because most people aren't surprised that he left. All right, so obviously, these are three UFAs to be. These are the three guys that must be moved by the deadline if there's no contract prior extension. extension yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start with McQuaid because I think Niles is the most likely, but I think he's going to go first, and that could come any moment now. In fact, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if any team makes a trade and we get an update and we break it during this podcast. Can't rule that out. You can't. But I'll start with McQuaid, and, you know. He's I, played well. He's, you know, he's come in, and he's played well, and he's been a great veteran. And, you know, even though it's only half a year, I've really grown a soft, soft spot for Adam McQuaid. He's played well. It's going to be tough to see him go, but listen, I think you'll get kind of essentially what you traded to get him, which is either a third or fourth round pick with a seventh. Yeah, and, and, maybe, and, maybe, be... and maybe like a minor league guy, but it's not going to be anything too crazy. What about Zooks? <sighs> well, besides, you know, the, some tissues for me. That's <laughs> you. Gonna be a, you, how about the whole nation? It's going to be a tough one on me, but... Uh, yeah, you know, at first it wasn't looking too good for Zooks in terms of value. He had nah, he's a been tough start. He's and, been so well, though. But ever since he kind of expressed his feelings, he, him, I mean, that line, him, Zabinjad, and Kreider have been an absolute tear. And now, you know, I know originally we were talking about second-round pick and a good prospect, which, you know, that's what I'm just expecting. No, sure. But I wouldn't be surprised if a team throws a first-round pick and maybe a decent prospect, so... Yeah, you know, definitely two pieces there, you know, first or second with a prospect. Sure, there. and uh, what do you think about Hayes? Kevin Hayes, listen, this is a guy in his prime, big two-way centerman. This is a guy that would be a big – I know he's not at that Panarin, Stone – No, no, he's not at that level. level but yeah, he's yeah. right after those guys. No, he's played great. I think any team would be good to get him. And for me, I want a first-round pick and a good prospect. That's right. got to be – Right, you want like a deal similar to what you got for Rick Nash. You know, I think – you know, I tier it similar to last year. McQuaid's kind of like what you're going to get for Nick Holden last year. <laughs> Zuccarello's kind of like what you got for Grabner right. last year. Right. And Hayes is going to be that Rick Nash trade where you get the free. Right, the big one. And then if they move Kreider, that'll be that McDonough blockbuster. Right, kind of the thing that comes out of left field almost. But yeah, those are the five players I'm expecting. And I mean, you know, speak of Kevin Hayes, I know it came out today that Columbus is looking at him. Yeah. And, you know, it would no, be I know Panarin's if there. They I could know. work out a trade to bring Panarin here, but I just, I don't think I it don't makes sense it. for them I to don't see it. trade for Kevin, get rid of Panarin just to add Hayes. And so. It's yeah. interesting, but, you know, I can't rule it out because I know, obviously, the Rangers are going to be looking at Artemi Panarin over the summer, but I you never don't know. see them trading for him at this point. No, I agree. Um, let's get away from the Homer talk. Um, let's, go, <laughs> let's go to another team that's going to sell a lot, and that's Ottawa. They're going to dictate the market. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, Duchesne, Stone are the two, two of the biggest names out there. Ottawa sitting pretty right now. They have the best... Well, one of the best forward markets forwards on the market, Mark Stone, and the best center on the market, Matthew Shane. Shane. Yeah. And they got a nice second tier forward in Ryan Dezingle. And you know, yeah, I think you know Deshane Stone could bring you back first round picks. Well, prospects. it could almost it could almost make up though for what they did with Colorado. I don't not, think it's going to make it up fully. fully, because Colorado... But, but it at least patched the wound a little bit. A little bit, because you'll get some first-round picks sure. at least. But yeah, it's going to be tough if Colorado's adding Jack Hughes or Capococco to there. No, it's sad. Team. I mean, none of those guys are nearly that good. But, but, but like know, you said, though, but, um, Ottawa's had... They're going to set the market for the Rangers. Yeah. 
And you know, I give Ottawa a lot of credit. They've bounced back nicely. They got a nice young nucleus coming up, plus all these pieces they're going to get for the Duchesnes and the Stones and the, the Zingles. So, you know, despite not having that pick, which would have been nice, sure. I think Ottawa's in a good position. So it'll be interesting. To, you know, we're all waiting to see where they send their guys. So yeah. it's interesting to see. No, but they do for sure. Um, let's go to Philly. So obviously they get Cam Talbot. Um, I was not surprised because he's close with Carter Hart. I was just surprised because they have like eight goalies on their team now. <laughs> I, I get this trade if Carter Hart wasn't ready yet, but I just it's it's weird. To it's me a weird that trade. They did this? Cause... It was like a salary dump for Edmonton essentially. That's what it was. Yeah, I like the trade. Yeah, it's a weird trade, but. They did it, and I know it's been the rumor for the longest time, so they get a better backup than anyone they had for Hart, so I guess it works. Right, <laughs> and then obviously the big guy they're trying to sell is Wayne Simmons. Yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, not that I'm a Flyers fan, but I'm sure for Philly fans it's similar to Zooks. This is a homegrown-ish guy. It's tough. It's tough. But, yeah, I think they can get something good for him. No, you know, I do too. Similar to Zooks. Second, maybe a first, so yeah, they would be good to cash in on Wayne. No, for sure. I mean, Simmons has done a lot. He does a lot for you. He sits in front of the power play, and he just he literally just sits in his office, kind of somewhere to Hornquist and Kreider mm. and and all those guys. Park in front, deflected in. Listen, that's all he does. He's not on the level of the Stones. Panarin's, no, no, he's not. That I think he'd be a nice after a playoff team because he's a playoff kind of player. No, he is. He's a grinder. So. Um, so let's move to the middle of the pack now. These are teams that could buy. These are teams that could sell, or they could just do nothing. They could just kind of just sit there and cross their toes and fingers, honestly. <laughs> um, let's start with Arizona. They're, they haven't really been connected to a lot of people. They're pretty quiet. I think people kind of expect them to be better than they were last year, because last year was just bad. Yeah, it's been a weird season in Arizona. You know, I feel like there's always one team every year that gets bit by the injury bug, and this year it's been Arizona. Yeah, a it's lot that. of injuries over there, which I think have affected where they're For sure. And the crazy thing is, is like, they're only, what, like three points out three of the points West? points out of a spot, yeah. So it's pretty impressive. So. Yeah, I mean, like, remember, they traded uh, Strom for Schmaltz. Schmaltz gets hurt, he's done. You know, Demare is done. Like, guys are just dropping like flies over there. Yeah, that was a trade that actually, you know, Rarity worked for both teams because I know Schmaltz was playing pretty well for Arizona before the injury, unfortunately. And I know yeah, Demare has been a nice pickup for them on defense. He gets hurt. No, so, yeah, that was for sure. I mean, but hey, I mean, they're getting healthy now and they're like three points out of the playoffs, so they yeah, still got a chance. But that shows you how bad the West is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that West is a disaster. I mean, obviously, the only guy they've really looked at is Mike Hoffman. I think he would be like a decent man. He is probably an upgrade over what they have at that position. And having him and Keller on the left side, I think, would be nice for, and, for Arizona. You know, Clayton Keller is good, don't get me wrong, but he's more of a playmaker. Yeah. You know, when I look at that Arizona team, they don't have a sniper. They don't, have, they don't have a score. And Mike Hoffman could certainly be that for them. So, uh, you know, that could be a nice move for them, you know, if they want to make a small move to try and push for the playoffs. But I think this is a team where I wouldn't go crazy all in. Trying to make the playoffs. Oh, no, 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 no. If they can make a small move for, like, Mike Hoffman, you know, a guy that not only could help them this year but down the road, I think that would be a good move for Arizona. Yeah, I think they're going to be pretty quiet, like you said. I mean, another team I think is going to be quiet is Buffalo. I mean, this is a team – it's all about Jeff Skinner. Like, it's do we move him? Do we keep him? Do we – like, what do we do with him? Uh, I mean, it seems like forever ago they went on that 10-game winning streak that were, like, the best team in the league. Yeah, now they're just – oof. But, yeah, I mean, that's a million-dollar question Buffalo. Do they extend him, or should they 
trade sell him high right now. For me personally, I would keep him. I, I mean, him and Eichel have been tremendous together. The and, guy has 36 goals. And remember, they traded Evander Kane, who Eichel really liked. And I think now Skinner has actually been better than Kane. And I think Buffalo got kind of fortunate. Like, they got what they wanted for Kane. And now you got Skinner, who has 36 goals or whatever he has. And he's been great. I mean, yeah, he's going to want a lot of money, but I would pay it. I mean, he's not going to play poorly next to Eichel. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, I know Buffalo's had their ups and downs lately. But I yeah, think Buffalo fans can finally start to see the light. Yeah, You know, finally. Jack Eichel's having a good Dolly year. They got Rasmus Dalling, good young D. And they got some other pieces there. But, you know, I think they should definitely lock in Skinner as a core member of this team, and him and Eichel can do damage for a long time. No, they definitely can. They're going to be a force. There's no doubt. Um, let's go to a team who I think could be really active. It's Carolina. Um, middle of the pack team. They're one point out. So they're right there. Um, I think you and I both agree they need a goalie. There's no doubt their goaltending is a train wreck. Yeah, if they really want to make a push for the playoffs and maybe scare some teams, they definitely got to improve the goaltending position because Mrazek and McElhenney are Yeah, and then you got Scott done. Darling, who's just sitting in the, the AHL, who's doing nothing on a bad yeah, contract. Those, those guys aren't going to... They're not going to win you games. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not going to win you games. But, I mean, obviously they've been connected to a lot of buying pieces. But they also have two guys who are on the market. You know, Furlan's a guy. Somehow, some way... Is going to get them a first-round pick. And whatever team does that, I'm just going to laugh at. I'm just I'm <laughs> glad we're not in this buyer's market in one of these teams that could trade a first-round pick for Michael Furlan. Because whoever does that, like you said, I'm going to laugh at them because I don't – I don't see him. I mean, he's not. Listen, he's a nice bottom six yeah, player. No. Nothing against Michael Furlan. No, no, no. But people are acting like this guy's like a top six sniper. That's just not. You know, you're gonna no. get him, and you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> no, I agree. And the other guy is Dougie Hamilton. But really, their whole right side D is is on the market. Yeah, I mean, the rumor is that any of those guys could be had for a top six forward. And I mean, I know me personally, I'd love to get Brett Pesci. I think it's a nice right pair defensive D man, but. Yeah, no. Obviously, I'm not going to trade Chris Kreider for him. So. No, no, no. I mean, you would never do that. But obviously, you know, you've got Justin Falk there, and you also have uh, – the name's escaping me. Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, Dougie Hamilton, right. <laughs> gotcha. So you got Hamilton, Falk, and Pesci of those three guys. I'm not a fan of Dougie Hamilton personally. I think he's just really bad in his own. And he just reminds me way too much of Shattenkirk, and I don't think the Rangers need that again. Yeah. And I would think that's the guy Caroline is hoping to move yeah, no, for I would, a piece. Yeah, I, I would agree. But, yeah, as a Rangers fan, I really don't want Dougie I don't want Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, like I said, they're connected to a lot of pieces. I think they really just need a goalie. Like, if you can put, if you can get Bobrovsky or Jimmy Howard or somebody yeah. who won't, you know, maybe cost you a lot. Like, you know, if Cam, like Cam Talbot made a lot of sense. But Cam Talbot didn't go there. Definitely would have made a lot more sense there than Philly. Yeah, I agree. And if they got a decent goaltender, I think they would be in. I think they would knock Montreal out. But right now, Carolina's a point out, and I think it's mostly due to their goaltending. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me if they went after center. You know, there may be a dark horse for the likes of a Duchesne, Hayes. Maybe it could be a team that makes sense for Henrique. If they want to get a guy that could be part of their team moving forward. Sure. But, yeah, for me, if you can get a first-round pick for Furland, I don't care if you're trying to win. you got to cash in on that no, price. I, I 100%, uh, I 100% agree. Definitely, if you want to try and make a run, get a goalie. No, for sure. Um, let's go to a team I think that surprised me, and that's Chicago. Like, I didn't see the Blackhawks being in the playoff picture. They're right there. Listen, Again, they're right there. Listen, man, the heart of a champion doesn't die when you got Taves and Kane and Keith and all these guys. Seabrook, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not going to keep them down either. So I can't say I'm totally surprised, though. I think their D is a train wreck, and they don't have much. Depth. No, their D is brutal. No, for sure. I mean, obviously, there's been rumors out there. They asked Keith and Seabrook to both go elsewhere. They both said no. So, you know... I, if I'm Duncan Keith, 
I would want to go somewhere else and try to win. I think Chicago's a little too far away right now, especially at, he's getting older. They're getting younger. Like, they're going in different directions. Same thing with Seabrook, too. They're just going in different directions. Listen, I give these guys credit because, I mean, I look at Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, it's you the know, same, we're not same exactly thing. in a place winning Stanley Cups right now. And yet, you know, this is a guy who bleeds the Ranger blue, wants to be here, wants to be same a part of it. And, and I got to give Keith and Seabrook a lot of credit for wanting to do the same in Chicago. Sure. No, obviously. I mean, you know, they made a minor league trade. Obviously, they got Peter Holland, who was in Hartford for a little bit. So maybe that's the end of Kruger or Anisimov. I mean, we don't really know right now. Oh, I think they'd love to move Artie just to shed some uh, cap space. And I know he's a nice middle six center for a team, but obviously he's a little pricey, so it might be tough. And sure. Kruger, you know, he's a nice fourth-line center, and he has some experience. So if a team wants a fourth-line center, a, could do worse than And Kruger. that's the same for Kunitz, too. I mean, a guy who's won plenty of cups, been on plenty of teams. You know, I don't think he's going to produce a whole lot, but he might be good for a locker room. Yeah, but you know what? The like same, Brian Boyle. But you know what? You know, he doesn't do a lot at this point, but let me tell you, Chris Kunitz. And he's clutch. Yeah, like on game seven sure against Ottawa, Ottawa. he yeah. scored the goal. He just, he's clutch. That was like, lucky, I, a playoff though, team would do great to add Chris Kunitz. No, for a locker room and on the ice. He's, that's a guy I think teams should be lining up to grab. Sure. Um, let's go to Colorado. Um, obviously, they're kind of in the middle. We put them there because... I think they should sell only because they're they're like in a retool sort of like they have a lot of younger future pieces that are coming yeah. and I don't think they should sell any of those pieces. No, for sure. And listen, I mean, this is a team I think is scouted. I think the Rangers of Colorado scout each other like crazy. Yeah, they've gone but, back. But you know, I know that they're not looking to move top prospects and topics because I don't blame them because they're like Arizona. This isn't a team that should go all in for this year. Right, I they mean, don't have the roster for. But I mean, that's going to take them out of some of these big names like our Kevin Hayes and Zooks. Simmons. Probably takes them out of Wayne Simmons. But there's other interesting guys. Like I know they've looked at Burkowski of Washington. That's a guy that maybe gets out of Colorado, changes scenery. Washington. He can, Gets out of Washington. What did I say? Colorado. <laughs> Maybe he gets to Colorado. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Washington right. is a capital. Not, no, right. Not Avalanche yet. But if he goes there, he could maybe find a change of scenery and be a piece for them moving forward. Right, and then you also mentioned Domestikov as a guy. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if they're really scouting the Rangers, you know, that's a buy-low guy that, you know, won't cost you a lot. I mean, like I said before, talking about Vladi, I'm probably a third or fourth at best, maybe like a mid-level prospect. Right. And that's somebody who can come in and, you know, be a better depth forward than what they have. Yeah, their depth is brutal. I yeah. mean, they, they're our one-line team. I, it's McKinnon, Landis Gog, and Rantanen. They don't have really any other – like, Kerfoot's all right, but they really don't have, like, you know, game-changing – like, Burakovsky, I think, would be really good for them. Because I think he's a guy who could play second line and, you know, maybe get you 20 goals. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, Burakovsky and the Mestikov are two guys they should look at. Honestly, that's one team I could definitely see Bilotti ending up on if he's traded from the Rangers. No, for sure. Um, let's go to the most interesting team in the entire market, and that is Columbus. Talk about middle of the pack. <laughs> yeah, so you've got Panarin, and you've got Bob Bobrovsky. Two biggest names in the market. What do you do? Well, like I was saying to you the other day, Columbus is definitely in a precarious position. This is a, unlike Ottawa, yeah. who's bottom of the league just this team's in the playoffs. Yeah, they're this in. This team's in the middle. They this are is in. a team that actually could, could do make some a run. Damage. No, they could. So this is tough. It's so, really hard. I mean, uh, I, like I said to you before, I think it's either all or nothing. I think you keep both or you trade both. I wouldn't keep like you mentioned. I wouldn't keep Panarin 
and then trade Bobrovsky to get Jimmy Howard. Like, that's just like a downgrade. Yeah, I think it all going to come down to if they can get something they like for Panarin. And I think if they're smart, they should give teams a deadline, maybe to like Saturday, to put in your best offer for Artemi Panarin. Right. If you get what you want, great. Him. Ship him if out, not... ship Bob out, and, you know, you... Do what you do with the rest of the season sure. and you keep building. with Because you're going to get some some great return for Artemi Panarin and Bob. You'll no, there's no doubt. I mean, this seems in a really tough spot. I mean, this is – but they got in this position because of themselves. I mean, the, you know, they knew Panarin wasn't going to be here before the season started. So they could have moved him in the summer and this never would have happened. But you put yourself in this scenario and now look where you are. Well, listen, I, and to me, if – I wouldn't – Artemi Panera is someone I wouldn't trade just to trade. If no, you agree. don't get what you want for him, if you don't get what you think right. – And I think that's like a tough flight prospect. No, no, yeah, it's, it's, the whole, it's the whole thing. If you don't get what you think is worthy enough for Artemi Panarin, then I think you're better off – give yourself a chance this year. Keep yeah. Panarin. Keep Bob. Bye. And I know they're looking at centers like Duchesne. They've been linked to Hayes. Broussard. Broussard can go back, so – I think they got to figure out if the market is there for a Panarin, and if they don't like what they're seeing, go for it this year. You know, this is your last hurrah. But like you said, how long do they wait? I think you so. know what I mean. Because you've got to make deals in such short amounts of time. Like, how I, do you wait till Saturday? It gives you forty-eight hours. Well, it's tricky if they want Duchesne because I know. Those guys are going to go quicker because I know Nashville's really in on it. The Islanders are really in it. Winnipeg. But I think a guy like Kevin Hayes, unfortunately for us, just because our market is dictated by what Ottawa does, does. they might be able to, you know, wait till Monday to figure out and be like, oh, we can go grab Kevin Hayes for like first round picking a prospect. prospect. You know, that's a new team that maybe could actually end up with Kevin Hayes if they keep our Tommy Panarin. Sure, sure. But it all comes down to if they think they can get what they can, what they think they deserve. Right, no, yeah, of course. Um, Let's move on to Florida. Um, Another interesting team, like, they're in on Panarin and Bob, but they're willing to sell Mike Hoffman? (laughs) Well, (laughs) this all starts when they traded Nick Bukestad and McCann to Pittsburgh. Yeah. For Broussard and Picks. And yeah. I really didn't understand this trade for Pittsburgh. Love it for Florida, though, because they create enough cap space to sign Artemi Panarin. And Bob. And Bob. And we all know Panarin just changed to Bob's agency. That's true. So they just switched agents. That's right. And I know he wouldn't mind being in Florida. So Who wouldn't? <laughs> you know, this is a team where I think they can take a chance trading for both of them. Right. And um, going all in, you know, they can trade from and have feel good about their chances of keeping him. And the interesting thing is that they got Derek Broussard, yep. who Columbus likes. So I could see yeah. him going the other way. He'll be a part of the package. Still, that's somebody that can at least help Columbus now fight for a little bit in the playoffs. Sure. No, there's no doubt. I mean, obviously, they're in an interesting spot. But... And I would say, I guess, Hoffman's on the move because, you know, Panarin's a left wing. He's and already, you have him and Huberto. And you have Huberto, who they're not going to move. So that's why I think I could see them moving Hoffman. And maybe they're moving him because they yeah, know they have a sure, big shot at these sure. guys. So. No doubt. Um, let's go to Montreal. Obviously, a team that's surprised a lot of people. They're in the mix. They're in a playoff spot. Don't know how. Don't ask. I have no idea. Two can, words. Carey Price. Price. <laughs> yeah, no, he's Best a great goal in the, guy, the league. The guy's he's remarkable. Healthy. He's remarkable. Um... Center, right? Something they definitely need? 
Yeah, I mean, I know they got Kokinami in the draft. And yeah, he's, he's been, been well. nice. nice. I've been, been impressed with how quickly he's been able to acclimate to Yeah, and Domi, too, has been really good. Yeah, yeah. that trade, that's, that's worked out for that's Montreal. Worked out for both teams, both actually. Galchenyuk's played well. You know, two guys that just need to change the scenery, and they both went to different places. Playing better, good for them. But, yeah, still, I think if they really want to give themselves a chance this year, they just need a little more at the center. They need a little more pat. They need a little more, like, a little more... Pop. A little more pop. Yeah, you need a a haze. Jeff Jeff Carter would be great. Like, he would really give them an offensive lift. Absolutely. And a guy that's won cups and has experience. No, for sure. For sure. I want to talk about Vancouver. You know, this is a team that nobody expected to be one point out of a playoff spot with a month and a half to go. Listen, the future is bright. That team's going to be sick in Elias two. Patterson, rookie of the year, sick. Besser, Besser sick. sniper. Demko. Demko and Ned. A- and then you got good. Quinn Hughes coming. Quinn Hughes is coming. Yeah, He's no, going to be a they're, heck of a they're, they're legit. Their future is bright. But we're talking about now, and this is another team where I wouldn't go crazy all in just to get no, into the I playoffs. Wouldn't. But if you want to help yourselves get into the playoffs and give your young players that experience, I think they should definitely do that. Sure. I mean, they've looked at Brandon Saad, no guy who probably needs to get out of Chicago because that trade didn't work. Yeah, he's still young-ish, so maybe he could fit in Vancouver. You know, and then Marcus Johansson from the Devils, I think, could fill a nice, like, bottom six role for them. Like we said when we talked about Jersey, middle six forward won't cost too much, so they could probably afford him and not give up precious picks and prospects. No, for sure. Um, let's go to the buyer's market. Teams that are going for the home run here. The fun side. Yeah, let's Miss go. these days. Yeah, let's go to the fun side. Um, let's start with Boston. They're connected to just about everybody in the market. We just read it. You and I literally, before we came on, read a tweet from Larry Brooks saying that Mark Stone is their guy. Well, it sounds like the theme in Boston is they want to add a top six forward to their group. They've been linked to Mark Stone. They've been linked to Panarin. Hayes. I know Hayes. They've looked at the Zingle Stone. They've looked at a Simmons. bunch of guys. Looked, yeah, no, but they've looked at a bunch of guys. They want to get two stones. Yeah, maybe two stones. But they've looked at a bunch of guys. Chris Kreider. Yeah, a it's a little, little dicey. But, I mean, they, forward's their upgrade. Colville Chuck, I know, has been mentioned. So yeah, and, they're, and, they're and looking forward's at, their upgrade. Yeah, so, and, I mean, looking at this team, I think you and I agreed. Top six winger yeah. and a third line center. Yeah, a third line center. And you can get Kevin Hayes to be your third line center. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Lock nice. shot behind Krejci and Bergeron. It's stacked. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, let's go out west to a team I know that's been connected to Zuccarello for a while, and that's Calgary. They've been a lingering around Zuccarello yes. for a little bit now. Not even just this year, last year. So it's, uh, it's certainly a team I could see Zook sending up on. Right, because like you said, I think Calgary is going to get one of these guys. Because they need yeah. to, I mean, yes, they're in the playoffs, and yeah. I don't think anyone's surprised by that, but they definitely need an upgrade of forward, yeah. especially with Neil's injury. Yeah, and I know they've looked at a lot of the big names, Panarin, Simmons, Stone, but I just, I don't see them having the ammo to get that. No, done. I don't either. I don't so, either. That's why he's mentioned Zuccarello is a good yeah, option. Yeah, I think they're more likely in that second tier with the Zook. And the Furlins. Right, and Furlan played for them. Yeah. So they so, know, so they know yeah. they're familiar with him. Yeah, giving up a first round pick for him may not be a great idea. Do they have their first round pick? I don't know, but giving up any kind of high draft <laughs> pick's not a good idea for Michael Furlan. Yeah, but yeah, looking, I definitely could see Zooks ending up on this team. For sure. Um, kind of my no, you're, yeah, favorite. <laughs> right. I mean, he's your favorite for Zooks. Yeah. Um, let's go to Dallas, a team that not a lot of people talk about. You know, they're pretty quiet. But they've been connected to a lot of people. <laughs> it's funny. This is actually another team I could see Zooks ending on. Just right, and, I know actually, been... and actually Larry Brooks mentioned that. Yeah. He's mentioned that a few times, that Dallas is really in on him. Because, yeah. I mean, you look at the other names, Panarin, again, I don't think Unlikely. he's going to end up there. Simmons, I don't think he's going to end up there. Stone. I doubt it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. 
Like you said, they're more in the secondary market. Yeah, Zooks, Nyquist, Furland, you know, maybe Hoffman. But if Kovalchuk goes there and he plays with Ben and Sagan, I will actually go cry in a corner. Yeah, that'd be a nice I will go cry. for them. That guy on a power play with those two guys in Radulov is going to be insane. Yeah, but... And it's weird that they're even looking at... I mean, they need depth up front. Oh, they do. But, I mean, they also could use the... No, their D's brutal. Yeah, but... And also, again... You know, Dallas is a team. I think they're towards the... Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're like in the wild card right they're now. They're in the wild card area, right? And I just, I'm not sold on them completely where they should go in on a big name. So I see Dallas, you know, shopping in that middle tier section. No, for sure. And they could certainly be a team that has Zooks. No, obviously. I mean, and let, let's go to a real cup contender. Let's go to Nashville. This is a team, I said from the beginning, has to swing. They've got to do something. Listen, Nashville's... Nashville's a great team. Their defense is the, arguably the best in the league with those guys. The Subans, the Yossi's, Ekholm, Ellis. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're goaltending. He's had his ups and downs, but yeah. when Pecorino's on, he he's can tough. get this job he's done. Tough. And they got some nice forwards. Jaren Johansson's a nice top forward. Forsberg. Forsberg's nice. Arvidsson. Arvidsson I like. But they just don't have the game breaker. go-to sniper. And that's why this is the team... That, that needs our Tammy Panarin. Yeah, no doubt. No, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, look, if they can trade like a Tolvin in, who's like a nice, really nice prospect, actually, you know, in a first round pick for Panarin, like you're you're in business. Yeah, Ellie Tolvanen's going to be a nice chip, whether they get him or Duchesne or Stone. Whoever, that's, yeah. that's a guy that's going to help them land one of those players. And I do think Nashville's going to come away with at least one of those three, and Tolvanen will go to either columbus or uh, right and you and i actually both agree that he is gonna end up in nashville panarin i think most likely i think you know i think they need that go-to score more so than a duchene because i think they're fine i mean could they use another center sure, sure but i think they're fine with johansson and Turris and what they have there and i like mark stone they wouldn't be wrong to go that way either but i just like panarin, panarin. a little panarin. bit more uh, let's talk about the other local team. That's the Islanders. Obviously, they've had a great year. I think stunned a lot of people, including you and me. I give listen, Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz a lot of credit for it's taking a team I thought was going to be right bottom. there with us. And they're, they're right top there. Top in the yeah. Metro. Um, obviously, they've been connected to a lot of buying teams. I, I don't think there's much to be said about this team because literally they could use anything at this point. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like the Ranger fan. Oh, I'm going to trash the Islanders because I'm, I'm not like that. Yeah. I only come at Islander fans if they come at me. But just not sold on this I don't think anybody team is. They're sold on the coach. That they, much we know. They need a little more pop up front. Yeah, no, for sure. That's I why I think Kovalchuk might go there because he has the connection with Lamarillo. So yeah. I, I think he's a possibility. I mean, obviously Duchesne's been looked at a few times. But yeah, they just, I know they definitely need a second line center at least. So, I mean, a Duchesne or an Eric Stahl there would be a good Right behind Barzell would be nice. Absolutely. I mean, Barzell's been a really he's, good talent this he's year. He's great. Anders Lee is nice. Yeah, and Brock Nelson's carved out a nice little Olivier is nice, though. I think he's going to have to go the no, other gonna way if you're going to get a Duchesne. Yeah, he's going to go. He's going to go. Unfortunately for Islander fans, he's going to have to go. Let's go to the team that nobody likes, and that's Pittsburgh. <sighs> Um, obviously, Crosby and Malkin lead the way. We know we know the drill. We've seen them win in a bunch. Yeah. Um, clearly, defense is a need. Problem is, they have no interest in any D. It's, it's, yeah, I don't They're just looking to add a forward. I Why? Don't I don't know. I'm watching Rangers play Pittsburgh the other day. Pittsburgh does not. I mean, listen, they're scary in the sense, you know, you got Crosby and Malkin and Kessel and Gensel. But I don't know. They just don't scare me as much this year. No, I know. I know. It's like... 
they're trying to make up for their offensive mistake, like their defensive mistakes, by adding another score. Which, which I mean, I like, it, it works. Like, it, I don't think it works in hockey. I gotta get works in baseball to an maybe, extent. Maybe they'll win around. I mean, it, it all depends on matchups, but and Murray's health. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's just banged up all day long. But you know, again, a team that's interested in Zuccarello, do I expect him to go there? No. Oh yeah, if Pittsburgh getting Zuccarello, like I want over his value. Like the first round pick definitely has to come our way, which would be intriguing because Pittsburgh's not where they usually sit at the top of the league. You know, that pick would come in no, the middle struggled. of the pack. They've struggled this year so, a little bit. That would be a nice chip to get for Zooks. As much as it would kill me inside oh, to see sure, Matt Zagrello sure. on a Penguins jersey. And, yeah, I know, I know. But if they could add a nice second young player in the draft at a high level, then yeah, I'll, I'll get over it after the draft. Sure. Um, let's go to San Jose. Obviously another team in the mix. Um, they've been in the mix for a little bit, made the cup final a few years ago, lost to Pittsburgh. Um, but obviously they already made their big move before the season even started. Right, getting, yeah, Eric Carlson. getting Eric Carlson. And, you know, that contract dispute's going to go on throughout the year, and we'll see what happens with him in the summer. He's not getting traded. No. That's not happening. No, he'll, he's not going anywhere. No, San Jose fans don't need to worry about that. No. After the season? Yeah, you might have to worry. See. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, like you said, they're another team that's going to buy low. Like, they're going to go after a Furland, a Dezingle, a, a Kovalchuk. You know, and maybe, like you mentioned, maybe Jimmy Howard's a guy for them. I would say, like, I like this team. I think their defense is fine. You can add depth, sure. And up front, I think they're fine, too. The one place that concerns me Martin is Jones. in yeah. goal Martin Jones. with Martin Jones. And I think if they can, I think what they need to really focus on is on Bob or Jimmy Howard getting a goalie in there. And I think they need it more so than Carolina because this is a team where the goalie could legitimately win. Yeah, no, they legitimately can win. I mean, Carlson, Burns, Vlasic, Thornton, Kutcher. I mean, they're just they're loaded. Lovelski, yeah, Kane. Yeah, they're, I forget they're, it. They're, and Hurdle. I mean, Hurdle. mentioned him, and yeah, he's had a great year. Yeah, they're good. But if they can add a goalie, then they could really be a threat. No, for sure. Um, I want to talk about St. Louis, a team that's kind of like surprised some people because they were so bad early on. They fired Mike Yo. They bring in Craig Berube, and all of a sudden, this guy just turns his team around, and they're in the playoffs. Not only Berube, but another individual that starts with the letter B. Yeah, they're their backup goaltender, Jordan Binnington. I have no idea who this guy is. Most people don't, but yeah, God bless he's him. He's a, found his he's way. He's on a tear, and they're a big reason why St. Louis is back in the race and could buy. And Yeah, this team's tricky because all year we've been talking about who they're going to sell. I know Braden Shen was Pareko. out there. Even Vladimir Tarasenko was out there. Yeah, yeah. But obviously now they're back in it. I don't think they're going to trade any of those guys. And, I mean, they're a pretty good team. It's just if they want to add some depth for a run, maybe like a cheap goalie, like bring back a Chad Johnson. Yeah, maybe Ryan Miller. I mean, Just support in case Bennington loses it. Jake Allen falls apart again. Yeah, I mean, maybe a depth goalie for sure would be good for. For sure, guys. I mean, obviously this is a team that is kind of like locked into a lot of players, so they don't really have much to move around. So I, I think, like you said, they're definitely going to buy low. Exactly. It's going to be mostly depth guys. Like their talent is plenty good up front and yeah. in, in the defense for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Why it's going to be tough. So yeah, I'm, and Slow Lewis is going to be interesting, not in terms of like excitement, interesting, but no, I am no. curious to see what St. Louis does. After the season they've had. For sure. Um, let's go to the team that every Ranger fan's rooting for, and that's Tampa Bay, because if they win the Cup, the Rangers get their first-round draft pick. Um, let's help Tampa Bay. Yeah, so <laughs> obviously they've been connected to just about every player. 
Um, it sounds like they're going to have to ship out Ryan Callahan in order to make that happen. And obviously the Rangers have had interest in Callahan. Yeah, I mean, if they want to add a, you know, not that I think they need to add a forward. This no, is no, a no, team I, I think more so could just use depth on their defense. I know on yeah. the right side. So yeah, the right side. The Rangers, up. I know they've looked at McQuaid, so that's a team Ooh. I could see them ending up on. Yeah. But they want to add another four, which I could see because I think they might be sweating a little bit about all the weapons in Toronto. Yeah, a little bit. And sure. I know Boston's probably going to make a move. They will. And, you know, those are two things I got to keep up with. So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a move for forward. But obviously, you got a big contract in Tyler Johnson. Yeah. You got a big contract in Alex Kalorn. Yeah. Callahan makes some money. And yeah. they, they got to be careful because they got a big summer head with Braden points for strict free agency. And, yeah, it's, you know, it's I, important. I mean, because that guy's played really well this year. Yeah, that's, they don't want to get off or sheeted. <laughs> yeah, right. They should definitely go in on that. Um, I agree with you. I mean, scoring forward, I think, is a possibility. I still think defense is where they should lean their focus on. Like, Adam McQuaid's a guy. You know, they mentioned Cody Cece. I don't think he's any good. You don't think he's any good. The Rangers have been lengthened. They better not do that. or Yeah, we're all going to cry. No, I know. I mean, defense, though, I think is where they should focus. I mean, their yeah. forward McQuaid, group is so not CC. No, their forward group is really good, though. I mean, well, I still think they'll add somebody. Like, that's a team I could see, like, Wayne Simmons ending up on. Sure. And then uh, that transition us to Toronto, obviously, who I think has similar needs to Tampa. Like, they need a righty D. Up front, they're good. Well, they already made their big move. They got Jake Muzzin for a couple solid prospects in a first-round pick. You know, Muzzin's a solid... Top four guys, had experience in the playoffs with L.A. That right. was a nice move to shore up the defensive pick. Because up front, they're fine. Matthews, Marner, Marner, Nylander. Yeah. They don't need a phone. But yeah, yeah, they definitely got to shore up the D a bit. Because besides Mike, Ry- Mike Riley and Gardner are nice. Not great defensively. No, no. Sight sets no. overrated. Yeah, he is. He is. So it? they got to shore that up a bit. Muzzin's a good start. Could they use a depth D on the right side? Sure. And that's why I think McQuaid, McQuaid makes, a, makes lot a lot of sense, sense here. No, for sure. Um, obviously, they're my pick to win the Stanley Cup. I just I think they're too, they're so talented up front, I don't know anyone can stop them. I will not be making that pick until I see where everybody goes That's on fine. Monday. That's fine. You can <laughs> but do that. But listen, are they in it? Absolutely, with all that talent. But. For sure. Um, let's talk about the surprise team from last year, and that was Vegas. Obviously, <laughs> went on a miracle run. I don't know how they did it. But obviously, this is a team that I think you and I would agree they need to upgrade pretty much at every position except goaltending because Flurry's been great and obviously they, they don't have a top pair D really and they don't really have any game breakers up front. No, yeah, listen, Mark Fle- Mark Andre Fleury has been great. Even Malcolm Subban's been great behind him. But yeah, that's the problem with the expansion team. It's tough to get that impact right. player no, right of course. away. And I give them a lot of credit for what they did last year and even this year. Yeah, and their coach is tremendous. And, Go on. Um, they made some nice moves before the season, signing Paul Stasny, yeah, bringing in Max Gretchen. Not superstar game breakers by any means. No, no, but they're good impact players. Definitely more talented than what they've had. Oh, I agree. I but, agree. Yeah, they definitely this is definitely a team I could see adding another forward to help push them a little further. For sure. Um, let's go to Washington. Obviously, a team that won the cup last year. They know what it takes to get there. Um, but it seems like they're going to buy pretty low. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're going to go crazy this year. I mean, in the rarity of sports, this team was able to win the Stanley Cup, bring Twice. the same damn team back. Just yeah. Give them credit. So, they're, yeah, they really don't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They don't have to do a lot. 
they want to add some depth to it, never hurts. I know they've looked at a couple depth forwards, like Nyquist, Dezingle. Heck, they can even bring Marcus Johansson back, who used to play in Washington and right. is familiar with that team. So, sure. And, you know, he won't cost much. So I, that could make a lot of sense. No, sure. I know you mentioned uh, they were looking for, like, a Michael Kempney kind of defenseman, which they found last year from Chicago. And, obviously, Patrick Nemeth is a guy from Colorado who may fit that role. Yeah. Well, I know uh, Calgary was looking at him from Colorado. And, like you've mentioned, Colorado has a lot of young D that are ready to make the jump possibly. So maybe they'll look the move of guy like Patrick Nemeth out, get some value while giving younger D an sure. opportunity. And yeah, I mean, I, I give this guy credit. I thought he was horrible when he was in Dallas. Ice awful. But he came to Colorado and he was a really strong defensive player. He was like one of the best plus minus D in the league. And I know it's not the biggest stat to base off of, but no. this guy was like leading. It's pretty good when you're like one of the top plus minus players in the league. I, I agree. And you're not on like a top five team in the league either. No, I agree <laughs> for sure. So um, that's somebody who could be a nice add for Washington if they want to add some depth on their left side. Right, defense. for sure. Let's, let's end with Winnipeg. Obviously a team that's right there. Could win it all. Um, they've been linked to just about every name on the market. Um, I know Mark Stone has kind of been the guy they've looked at the most. Is that where you're leaning towards with them? I mean, it's just, it's hard not, I mean, it's hard not to, I mean, yeah, this team's like a forward away. I mean, this, they're as complete a team as there is in the league besides Tampa. You got Hellebuck in net. He's great. Their defense is solid with Bufflin, Truba, Myers, I, You know what, though? I kind of hope they get Duncan Keith because I kind of want to see Keith and Bufflin together and then Morrissey and Truba, and they will just be loaded with talent. get Duncan Keith somehow, forget it. But yeah. also, good luck to them with all their freedoms in the summer. <laughs> no, I know. It's, they did that. But, hey, you're going for a run, though. You're going to win, and that's the price you pay for trying yeah. to win a cup. And, I mean, up front, they're even stacked. I mean, you got Wheeler and... Yeah, you Shifley. Shifley. And Line, who has not had a good year either. Connor. Line, who yeah. I know has had a bad year, but he's still Patrick Line. Yeah, no, for sure. And even their, some of their depth guys are good too. So, I mean, like, they, yeah. they've got plenty of talent. But I do see why maybe they're leaning. I thought personally they should go the for center, center route with Duchesne or Hayes. I agree. Brian Little, nice player. Not a second line. But I think he's better off on your third line. But they seem to want to get a winger, like, and the guy they seem linked to is Mark Stone. So. But, yeah, listen, I think this is a team that'll end up with one of those big names, whether it's Mark Stone, Matthew Shane. They'll get one of those guys. And, obviously, the guy I think would interest those te- Ottawa is Christian Veselainen, who's probably their top prospect, the yeah. winger, big, strong kid. No, for sure. Um, so let's wrap this up real quick. We've got 10 minutes left. Um, okay. I want to play predictions. Um I won't mention Panarin, Duchesne, and Stone because we all agree on the we you and I both agreed on those teams. Panarin, we both agreed was going to go to Nashville. Probably. Um, Duchesne's going to end up with the Islanders, Probably. which I think is a good get for them. And Mark Stone's going to end up in Winnipeg because that just seems like a match. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Simmons, what do you like? I mean, I said it before. I I think Tampa because I think they want to add a forward. But I just don't think they have the resources or the space to add a big name. So I think they'll add like one of those middle tier forwards. And the guy they seem most linked to is Wayne. I'm gonna go with Vegas. I think they need some kind of grit. Like, because their third line right ringer right now is Ryan Carpenter. That guy's bad news bears. Yeah, you could do like it. Wayne yeah. Simmons, but I think would be a, a pretty be a, big upgrade. Yeah, there. I'd say so. <laughs> um Zuccarello. I mean, I said it before. I just since last year, Calgary's just been linked to this guy like crazy. 
and I could see him going there. And I think I very well see the trade being a second-round pick and one of their young D, Kylington, who is another lefty, which isn't ideal because we're But he's good, though. Those. But I think he is better than what you have. No, yes. So, I mean, if your left side is Keandre Miller eventually, Brady Shea, and, and Kylington. I'll take it. I think you're going to be just fine later in the future on defense. I agree. I'm going to go with Edmonton. I know that they shouldn't be buying, but I think this organization wants to buy because they're crazy and can't help themselves. And I think Zuccarello next to McDavid to set that guy up all night would be just a treat to watch for Edmonton fans. And I honestly, I'd be happy for Zuccarello because he gets to play with one of the best guys in the league. Yeah, I'll be happy to get their first round pick. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. Um, let's do one more. I want to end with Kevin Hayes, obviously another Ranger. Um, I'm going to take Boston. I really think he's going to end up there. He, he's from there, went to BC. He's got some friends there, families there. Like, it just makes too much sense. I know they really don't have a lot to offer the Rangers, like in terms of like a package. So, but I, I'm going to stick with Boston, honestly. What about you? Um, I know originally I was saying, I, and I'm going to say Vegas. Okay. Just because, like, we were talking about that's a team that I think they, needs they need an upgrade. A, another no, piece. They, they, yeah, they do. And I don't see them really getting in on the Stones and the Panarins and the Duchesnes of the world. Sure. And, you know, when I look at the next level teams and the pieces they have, I like what Vegas has. I mean, they have, you get the first round pick. Yep. They have a couple prospects I like. Yep. I mean, Branstrom and Hodge are probably pipe dreams. Uh, I would agree. Those are definitely pipe <laughs> well, you know, dreams. They have a uh, prospect, 11s, a winger, who I'd really like to get. So, I mean, if you could do Hayes for like a first-round pick and 11s, I'd be pretty pleased. But, you know, and we talked about it. I think if Columbus keeps Panarin right. and um, Bob, yeah, and, Bob, and yeah. they go buying, I actually think they're going to end up with Kevin Hayes because I think by the time they're ready to do it, Duchesne will be gone. Yep. All those guys will be gone. You know, then I still think Kevin, I think Kevin Hayes is going to be the last trade the Rangers make, and I think that'll be on the last day on Monday. So uh, Columbus could by then say they're a buyer and be like, oh, let's go get Kevin by Hayes. By the way, if Kevin Hayes does go to Columbus, we've got to bring the Massapequa kid home. You just got to bring him home. Sonny Milano. Sonny Milano's got to come home. Listen, I'll, t- I'll be glad to take Sonny Milano as long as it's with a first-round pick. No, Bob. Absolutely. I'm okay with the first round pick, but I'd like to see the kid get an opportunity. The kid needs a chance. Yeah, and to come home, that'd be cool. So that's another deal I'd be happy to see the Rangers make. For sure. I mean, we'll see what happens. It's going to be an active deadline for sure, though, man. And it's going to start any time now. I mean, I know the Rangers play tonight, but they do. I think this will, I believe this will be possibly the last time you see Kevin Hayes, Zeus, Matt Zuccarello, McQuaid. Adam McQuaid in a Rangers jersey. Kind of sad, but Expected. hopefully maybe they can get a win and end it on high note. Thanks for coming on, man. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, appreciate the uh, the inside knowledge. I know hockey's your sport, so appreciate yeah, you having just, appreciate you having you on, man. Just wish you were talking about the Rangers being I on know. all these guys instead of I trading. Know, but the time will come. We'll be back in the bars. We're gonna market. be in there. We're and, gonna be in there sooner than people think, too. By the way, um, I'm ex- I am, It's gonna be a tough deadline, especially watching Zooks go. Second half of the year is gonna be tough. But Rangers fans, I promise, we're heading in the right, right direction. direction. I believe. I, I believe in what Jeff and Quinn. It's my are guy doing. right there, Jeff Gordon. My guy. My guy, Jeff Gordon. And I'm excited to see what they do, and hopefully the Rangers have a good deadline. And it's a fun, active deadline overall. For sure. So for Jake Chacapelli, I'm Andrew Schaefer, and this is Straight Up Sports.